Namaste, Moon Brothers, Moon Sisters. It looks like there's a little bit of a lag in the video, no doubt, because Mercury is in retrograde. So we will take just a couple of minutes for everyone to get the notification that we're live. I do know a few of you mentioned to me today that you plan to be here tonight. So I certainly want to wait just a little longer and make sure that you have the ability to get here. And hopefully you're having a great full moon. First full moon of 2023. Yes, I've chopped my hair even more in the spirit of letting go of the old and welcoming in the new. The last, uh, right before Christmas actually, I chopped my hair as short and thin as I could stand it. And uh, yeah, I'm just making space for what's to come in this next year. I'm super excited about what's to come feeling really good about 2023 and I've just been really marinating in this first week of the year. I've been taking my personal time to just be with this first week. I've slowed down when it comes to showing up to my business or social media or all these reels and things that we have to make these days. I just felt the need to spend more time in introspection spend more time in my personal practices, getting back to myself. And uh, actually, I almost didn't even do this moon circle. <laughs> but I thought, you know what, in the spirit of things, um, the moon has always been a mother to me. And so I feel like it's important to honor this motherly cancer moon tonight with a virtual full moon circle. So I welcome you in. It's still telling me that... Um, to hang on that it's telling other followers I'm here but I think I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and just roll with it so I'm just going to get my things set up they're pretty set up here but I just want to make sure I have everything all organized and ready for our circle tonight make sure that I have our elements there is an element actually there's a couple elements I'm missing but it's going to be okay it's going to be a very laid back moon circle tonight so I'm just going to grab a drink of tea and then we'll officially get started here. Okay, so I always like to start our moon circles with three deep breaths and it just helps us to clear out anything that maybe is swirling around in our mind. It helps us to release tension in our body, it just helps us to ground our energy. So whenever you're ready, take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth, and maybe just ground in, loosen up your body, sink down to the earth a little bit more. Let's do that again. Inhale, open mouth, exhale, maybe with some sound, shaking out, letting go. And if it's safe for you to do so, bring your arms overhead this time on your inhale, and then just bring them back down on your exhale. <sighs> Maybe giving your body a little shaky shake, loosening up, letting go, grounding in, and dropping into this moon circle. So if this is your first time tuning into my moon circle or tuning into my channels, I just want to say hello and welcome. Namaskar. I do 
love having all of you here in these circles and these online journeys that we take together. And my name is Vina Lene Rachel, by the way. I am a moon priestess. I am an intuitive and emotional alchemist. I'm a channeler of the divine. That's what Vina means. And I host these moon circles every full moon and new moon that I possibly can which usually means most every full and new moon. And I've been doing this for a little over four years now. And we originally started on Facebook. When COVID hit, we went over and tried out Zoom for a little bit and that didn't really work. So then we went back to Facebook and now I'm on Instagram. For the past few months, I decided to let uh, Facebook go as far as live moon circles and put them over here on Instagram. So right now, Full moon of January 2023, we're on Instagram streaming live, and this is where I plan to be for now, at least for this year, for now, until I feel called to go somewhere else. But the good news is, if you don't have um, the ability to watch this live, or if maybe you, you're already catching a replay, like if you don't have Instagram, I have the replay available on my YouTube channel, on my Mother Moon Yoga YouTube channel. I have the replay also available on my website, vinalene.com. And I always share the link to the YouTube and my website on my Facebook page. So one way or another, you will find these moon circles. And by the way, the audios are on the Follow Your Path podcast. So if you search Vina Lene on Google, Apple, or Spotify podcasts, you'll also find me. You'll find my Follow Your Path podcast show, and I always put up my audio recordings of my moon circles there as well. It's going to be a little bit of background noise, number one, because it's a full moon, and in full moon energy, the nighttime is busy. Also, I have the window open because I'm going to be smudging tonight, and we always want to have some place for that smoke to leave, so I have the window open, but shouldn't be too distracting here. And in case you were wondering, I'm here in my home office. You know, we usually do our streaming here from this office, but cancer energy is all about the home and kind of being comfortable. And that's the energy that we're trying to harness tonight. So I am live streaming to you from home and from the comfort of my home office in this little wooden corner that my husband built. And speaking of husband, both my husband and my son are downstairs. They are both cancer moons. My husband basically ended up with a migraine right away this morning and suffered from that until about 10, 11 o'clock today. And then my son has just been all over the place and he slapped me in the face about an hour ago. Like, what do you do? What do you do? And he got mad because I wouldn't let him watch his tablet because, well, he pooped in his pants and he's regressing right now with that. I, we don't know why, but we have to have some sort of punishment. He didn't like that. He's very reactive and, um, yeah, decided he was going to slap me across the face. But he's, he's three. Okay, he's three and a half. He's a toddler. He's an Aries. He's very fiery. He's an Aries son and a cancer moon. So he's feeling the full moon energy and um, took some deep breaths. We had a conversation about why we don't hit people and how that's not nice and how he wouldn't want me to hit him because I don't hit my kid. And uh, yeah, all is well. Gotta love this uh, energy of the mother, right? <laughs> Welcome, Diane. Welcome everyone else that's starting to tune in live. So we haven't gone uh, much deeper than talking about who I am and what's going on here. 
we are going to talk about full moons because this might be your first time ever tuning into a moon circle or maybe you're just starting to learn about the moon or astrology. I always like to, you know, kind of lay out a basic foundation so you know a little bit about full moons and new moons and what that means. First thing you need to know is the moon takes a journey around the earth every 29 and a half-ish days and that means it changes its sun sign about two-ish days, every two-ish days. And halfway through that lunar cycle, about day 14 to 16 of the lunar cycle, we find ourselves in a full moon. So at first, if I'm Earth right here and I've got the sun over here with one hand, the moon's over here on day one of the lunar cycle, it has now journeyed all the way around to the other side and now it's on the other side of the Earth. So it's reflecting the light of the sun and then um, reflecting that and beaming that down onto the Earth. And that's why we can see the moon during a full moon. Now, energetically, it also affects us because it shifts gravity. Whenever we're in full moon energy, we're actually pulled up towards the moon. Gravity is weaker on Earth, so we feel less grounded. Our balance can be off. There tends to be more um, injuries and mishaps happen during full moon energy. Ask anybody that works in an emergency room or works in the medical field. There are more issues and injuries and emergency visits during a full moon than any other time of the month or any other time of you know the lunar cycle. So it's a bit of a crazy energy. And, you know, in the energy world, we believe in what we call prana or life force energy. And whenever we're pulled up to the moon and we're pulled into these upper chakras, we're actually pulled into a heightened state of prana. So when we inhale, we receive prana, we receive life force energy. But what happens if you make your inhales longer than your exhales? It's like a hyperventilation, right? And eventually you'll get dizzy or lightheaded or you might even pass out because it's too much prana. So whenever we're in the full moon portal and we're pulled up towards the moon, we do have this heightened state of prana and it makes us just a little crazy. You know, you ask anybody whether they know anything about the full moon or not, they know that it's associated with crazy energy, right? And I always bring up the definition or the word lunatic because the word lunatic came from Luna, as in La of a connection. Oh, okay. Had a little bit of a connection issue there. All right. So as in La Luna, right? So Luna meaning the moon or lunar energy or lunation. And so the word lunatic is related to that lunar energy affecting how we behave, how we feel. And if you don't know anything about me or if you know everything about me, you're going to know real fast that I'm all about the moon. I do believe that all of us operate by the moon. I believe when we become more in tune with the moon, we understand ourselves and the world better and we operate a little bit better. We learn how to align our energy because our energy is not consistent as human beings. It's up and down, just like the earth itself and gravity and the energies there and the moon going from this waxing to waning phase. And so we're affected by those energies. So the more we tune into the lunar phases and we understand what they mean and how they affect us, the more we can go about our every day and navigate everything with a little bit more peace and ease, right? No guarantees, but at least we try to do whatever we can do to get by. 
So full moons, we have this heightened prana. We're pulled up into our head. We're maybe not making rational, logical decisions. We're not grounded. We're not going with our gut instinct. We're, you know, having a lot of anxieties, um, having a lot of emotions. Now you also think about how the moons affect the tides. And whenever we're in full moon energy, this is going to affect our internal tides, our internal waters, or internal emotions, the internal moon in our energy center is our sacral chakra. It's a second energy center, and that's our water element. That's where we process emotions. So the moon is absolutely related to our emotions, our feelings, the way we process and handle those, the way we behave with all of that energy, and it's going to shift and feel different when we come back around in a couple of weeks to the new moon. So that's kind of a, a, a cliff notes version of what it means to be in a full moon energy, but I hope that that helps you understand a little bit more. Now, you know, we also have to take into consideration the sign that the full moon is in because every full moon has a certain energy, but it also has a certain astrological sign impacting it. Now, if we're on the exact opposite of the sun right now, the sun is in the season of Capricorn. We're in the solar season of Capricorn. And that came on winter solstice on December 21st, and it will end on January 20th when we shift into Aquarius season. So if you were looking at the zodiac wheel and you found Capricorn, all you have to do is look opposite that and you're going to find Cancer. So anytime we're in full moon energy, we're opposite the zodiac of whatever sun season we're in. Now the sun is, you know, it stays in its solar season for a while because it's not moving. We're moving around it. Um, the moon, however, is moving around the earth. So it's going to move quicker. It's going to move farther away from the sun and come back around. So it's shifting signs a little bit differently. So we're in cancer energy. We have to take that into consideration because that is affecting our moods, emotions, internal waters, internal tides, our behaviors, our ability to ground and balance and, you know, find peace and ease or rationalize, all that's influenced with cancer energy. Cancer is the sign of the cosmic mother. It's also the sign of the cosmic crab. It's also the sign of the cosmic womb and child. So before we dive any deeper, I'll let you simmer in that. And I'm going to bring in our five elements. Now, this is something I always do in our transmissions. And I say that if you do not have these elements, perfectly cool, perfectly okay. Um, you, you take in the energy of these elements here. By the way, I'm going to talk about why my words are all crazy tonight. And I'm stuttering here, there, and everywhere. We're going to talk about that. There's a cosmic influence. <laughs> but yes, if you don't have these elements, it's fine. You're going to take in the energy here in the transmission digitally through the ether. Also, if you do have these elements, great. You could bring them in now. You could bring them in later. You could set them up on your altar. You could use their energy during this full moon portal. Whatever you're feeling called to do, these are just some suggestions for you. But I like to work with the five elements because we're working with a lot of energy from the earth. And this moon is relative to our planet only. So why not work with the magic of our planet when we're connecting to the magic of our moon? 
Let's start with our crystals. I always suggest a couple of crystals and gemstones to work with. The first one's actually going to be rainbow moonstone. So I have a whole bag of it because if you didn't know, I have a side business called Sacred Bath Botanica and I make crystal infused bath bombs and bath salts and all kinds of fun stuff. And I'm going to bring this up to you. It's kind of up to the camera. It's always got a little bit of black and white. And then you see that sheen. It's got like a sheen to it that's rainbowy or iridescent. Like if you've ever seen Labrador, right? It kind of reminds me of that same kind of reflective sheen. There we go. Let me get a little bit there too. I don't have my ring light on. I just have the overhead lights on. Ooh, there was a good one. Ooh, yeah. See that? See that pink's coming just from the rainbow moonstone. I don't have anything to make that. Anyway, um, so that would be the first stone I would suggest working with is rainbow moonstone. Here's another great example of the black and white. So sometimes it can look more all white, but there'll still be a flex of that iridescence and the black in there if you look really close. This is a great um, stone to work with because it is a, a zodiac birthstone for cancer. And it's also a stone that helps us with new beginnings. It's also a stone that helps to connect us to the moon and it helps us to believe in things to come. So thinking about that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? And we're at the beginning of a new year and there's so much potential ahead. And maybe you don't think about January, 2024 or December, 2023. Maybe you go six months from now instead. Maybe you go to cancer season and you say, by the time we come around to the new moon in Cancer, I'm going to see that pot of gold on the other side of the rainbow. Maybe you're going through a storm right now. We're going to talk about that as well. This is a time when Jupiter has been in Pisces. There's been a lot of activation of water. Poseidon has been ruling a lot of our planetary energy. Um, there's a lot of storms. There's a lot of energetic storms. There's a lot of emotional storms going on right now. But remember that there's always a calm after the storm as I'm just like aesthetically like playing with these. Isn't that nice? Rainbow moonstone. There's always a calm after the storm and usually there's a rainbow. So let the rainbow moonstone remind you of what's ahead and keep your light on the gold ahead. Now the other stone I would suggest working with, super simple, rose quartz, okay? Good old rose quartz, light pink color. Usually a crystal that's easy to find and it's connected to our heart chakra, which is all about self-love and taking care of ourselves, and also having unconditional love, agape. And that's motherly love, right? This moon is in cancer energy. Even if you are like me and didn't have a mother who really displayed a lot of love and affection, Regardless, we know that motherly love is supposed to be unconditional. Parental love is unconditional. And by the way, we're in the full moon of Cancer, but we're in the sun season of Capricorn. Cancer is the sign of the crab or the cosmic mother. Capricorn is the sign of the sea goat, the mermaid, the merman, or the cosmic father, ruled by Big Daddy Saturn. So we do have this 
father-mother dynamic, this father-mother energy. Because remember, the moon is taking in the energy of the sun and reflecting it on us. So we're getting that Shiva Shakti, that masculine feminine. We're getting both. And we're being encouraged to view the parental side of things right now. So we need to parent ourselves. We need to nurture ourselves. We need to love ourselves. A lot of times, whether it be looking back on the year that you just left behind and having regret about things or, you know, goals that weren't met or just whatever happened, or maybe right now you've already fallen off of your New Year's resolutions or, you know, maybe you're feeling stuck and you didn't want to set any resolutions or intentions or, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe you need to just have a little bit of grace and love for yourself. You need to love yourself unconditionally like a parent would. And hi, Lisa, by the way, welcome to the transmission. Lisa, you missed the very beginning. My kid slapped me in the face like an hour ago. <laughs> I have to cough, sorry. <coughs> oh gosh, <coughs> got me all caught up. Yeah, so you talk about this unconditional love, right? Because as a parent, for anybody on the transmission that has kids, and I'm learning this very quickly, like I said, my kid's only three and a half, but it's like your kid can do no wrong. You will love them unconditionally even when they slap you in the face. <laughs> right? So if you haven't been the best to yourself, if you haven't loved yourself, if you haven't been talking to yourself the best, if you've been beating yourself up because you're not reaching your goals and intentions, let's set that aside. Let's love ourselves unconditionally and maybe bring in some rose quartz to enhance your heart chakra if you need to. This is a really great stone to just like kind of meditate on your back with the stone right there on your heart and just kind of breathe with it. That'd be my suggestion, but you can use rose quartz however you like. Also going to bring in the earth element of pine sage, pine smudge. Pine is deeply medicinal. It provides deep release and deep healing. Again, we're in this energy of motherly cancer, right? And when we're in there, this energy of mothering ourselves, we're going to love ourselves unconditionally, but we're also going to tell ourselves to take our medicine, to get enough rest, to let go of things that are taking away our joy, right? So we're going to take a little bit of that pine medicine right now. We're going to combine that with the element of fire. So this is our second element. And we're going to really ignite that and get it all lit up because we need to cleanse. Full moons are a time of release, right? We're pulling away from the earth. We're pulling away from the ground. We're moving to the air, to the ether, to infinite expansiveness. And with that, we want the air, or as I said in my yoga class tonight, we want the moon to take whatever we need to let go of. So... You can see as it starts to catch on fire, like I really want it to burn. Especially because we're in this watery moon. Bring in some fire to dry things out. But you're going to start to see a smoke or a wind. See it there? And that's our third element. And the smoke is purifying. There's been science to prove this now. So I'm going to you know, take this around me in a counterclockwise direction for release. Same to you and the tech that we're using to connect with tonight. 
and the smoke is not taking too long to burn and that's because I know you ladies that are on the transmission are probably pretty smudged up. <laughs> I laughed our last transmission was like this too. You always pay attention to the smoke. How thick is the smoke? Where does it travel? How long does it burn? Does it go to you? Does it go somewhere else? Where is it cleansing? It's already starting to burn out. And you can see it didn't even really want to light in the first place. And last time we lit this, it, it lit up pretty quickly. So I just take that as a message that we're good. Quickly cleansed. Also going to bring in water element, fourth element. And I have a smudging spray. So this is a kind of one of my last bottles of a sage a smudging spray that I made with a sage tincture that I charged with every full moon of 2020 and 20 yeah every full moon of 2020 so smudging sprays are a great way to use this smudging smoke or this concept of smudge when you can't light things up like if you've got sensitive smoke detectors or you're just in a place where you can't be burning things Spray a little smudging spray around yourself and let yourself be purified and cleansed by the water. By the way, you could make up some tinctures tonight or over the weekend with this full moon portal. Set them out and charge them underneath this full moon. And then use that spray to spray your spaces throughout the rest of the year or however long it lasts you. It'll probably last you at least three to six months. So something to think about. So I make, sorry I gotta clear my throat again. <clears throat> the weather here in Southeast Iowa has been really weird. <coughs> Excuse me. That's why I have my hot tea, actually. Let me just grab a drink of that. Speaking of water, I always have something to drink. Tonight I'm drinking hot tea because it's comforting to me. I love hot green tea. But any hot, warm beverage is nice right now or like a hot soup. I know y'all are thinking, mm-hmm, cough it around that smudging smoke. Well, I have been around a lot of people since the new year. Maybe I needed to release something. <laughs> um, but yes, so smudging smoke, or sorry, smudging spray is a great thing to use. Um, the way that I create it is I create a tincture. So I soak my cinnamon or sage leaves or lavender or whatever it is. I'll soak it in alcohol, and usually 91%. Sometimes I'll soak it in Everclear as well, but a really strong alcohol. And then I usually let that soak like 7 to 14 days. I just kind of check on it and see how it's looking. Once it's done, I take the tincture. I take like, if this was the tincture, I would take this much of it and put it in a new bottle and add water to that to create one of these smudging sprays. So there's, there's your practical magic tonight. I was trying to decide what we would do for practical magic. There it is. It just came to me. So that's how you make your own smudging spray. Just take a bottle, make an alcohol tincture, let it set a couple of weeks, one to two weeks. Take a little bit of that, like a tenth of that, put it in a new bottle of the same size, dilute it down with water, and uh, shake it up every time you use it. Spray it around. You're good to go. I also have essential oils. I always suggest a little bit of aromatherapy, a little bit of essential oil medicine. And I love working with oils because they combine all of the elements. So you have your earth element because these are coming from 
items of the earth, plants, roots, flowers, trees, etc. You are collecting them with fire, steam distillation, and you are bringing them into the form of water, right? Liquid, essential oil. And then you utilize the element of air as you access your olfactory system and breathe in the scent. So first off, I don't have these with me, but straight up vanilla oil. Now, not vanilla extract, Madagascar vanilla oil, vanilla oil, some sort of vanilla oil. We can be really nice to use if you're feeling down, if you're feeling low, if you're feeling over emotional. Vanilla is a natural mood enhancer. If you don't have vanilla oil, totally cool. Throw some vanilla extract and a little bit of water in a pan simmer it on the stove, it's still gonna smell really nice. And you could add in other things to that as well. I'm also going to suggest possibly working with myrrh during this full moon because myrrh, M-Y-R-R-H, as in frankincense and gold and myrrh, myrrh is the oil of the mother. Now I wanna have a little disclaimer if you have any surgeries coming up in the next two to four weeks, if you're recovering from any surgeries in the past two to four weeks, you do not want to be using myrrh. It is a very strong blood thinner. So if you cannot be connected to blood thinners, I have hemophilia, genetic bleeding disorder. I'm very careful with myrrh. That's why I don't have it with me right now. And when I use it, I'm like double gloved and just very careful with it. But you can smell it from the bottle. It smells really nice. Um, you can put like a drop in your bath. Maybe you do um, put a drop in with like a carrier oil, coconut, olive, jojoba, and rub that on your feet or your skin. It's a very grounding oil. So if you're feeling kind of ungrounded right now, it will help to settle you, help you come back to your foundation. It's also gonna give you those nurturing feelings if you're just looking to feel more of that motherly energy. By the way, myrrh and vanilla combined together are really nice. Finally, peppermint, the one I have right here, but again, I'm not gonna open it because it's strong enough. You can literally smell it from the lid. If it's real peppermint oil, you can smell it right from the lid. So peppermint is the oil of buoyancy. And remember, this is a moon that's watery, right? And it's the crab, cancer crab, connected to the ocean. So the oil of buoyancy or peppermint is going to help to bring things up. Bring things up that are stuck. Bring things up that are locked away. Let the full moon shine light down on things that are important for us to pay attention to right now. And also remember, this is the first full moon of the year. So we want to get things... Keep losing my connection here. We want to get things out, right? So we want to move things out so they're no longer sticking around for the rest of the year. So peppermint can help to bring things up energetically, emotionally, in your memory. Remember our olfactory system is also connected to our limbic system. Our limbic system is the portion of our brain responsible for mood, emotion, and memory. So when we use essential oils, when we use the water element of aromatherapy, we're tapping into some deep, deep stuff sometimes. Peppermint is also great for untying emotional knots. So again, speaking of things that are stuck, you could literally combine a drop of peppermint oil with a carrier oil, 
rub it right on your belly. You could put a drop of this in the bath, although it's going to create a very like cool and spicy bath. You only need one drop. Um, or you could just breathe it. Um, also the combination of peppermint and vanilla smell really nice and it can kind of cut through that spiciness of the peppermint if you need to dilute down the intensity of it a little bit. So highly suggest working with peppermint, really easy oil to access and find pretty much everywhere. Fifth element, the ether. Hi, here in the digital spaces, right? Whether you're here live, whether you're listening to the replay, whether you're watching the video or listening to the audio, doesn't matter. We're here in the ether. It's a digital space that moves beyond these 2D and 3D dimensions. We are in the same space together, even though I'm in my home and you're wherever you are, it's as if we're in the same room together. We're also moving beyond time. So if you tune into the replay, it will feel as if it is live. And in fact, if you go back in your live now and you go back to listen to the replay later, it will feel different than it did when you were live. It will actually feel stronger. You will get new things out of the transmission because the great thing about the ether is the more people that connect to it, the more energy is enhanced. Think about the internet. Think about AI right now and how that is sweeping through. But think about how more and more people are connected through the ether, through the digital space, through the internet, and how that starts to enhance that energy right? It's becoming like its own thing, its own intelligence, right? So I like to use this space. You know, we can use this space. We can use the internet. We can use social media for our detriment, for our distraction, for the ability to numb our feelings, or we can use it for the good. We can use it to educate ourselves. We can use it to research. We can use it to connect, okay? And I use it for that community aspect. I believe that this is the best way to reach people. It's the best way to get together and talk about the moon. And it's the most comfortable and accessible way for me to do it, whether than being away from my home, being away from my family, being at the studio, hosting more people. It's easier for me to just hang out with you here from my home and talk about things. And then as more and more people tune in, that energy just increases more and more. So it's a really cool thing. Love using the ether. Thank you for joining me in it because probably wouldn't do these circles if you didn't connect here, right? It's a passion of mine, but I could do it a lot of different ways and I've been asked to do them live, but I just like to do the digital space. So I'm gonna grab a drink real quick. I'll wet my throat chakra. So I'd like to call on the guides and guardians of the five directions, and then we're gonna continue on with our circle, talk a little bit more about what's going on in the cosmos. We're also gonna talk about Vedic astrology tonight, um, how the Eastern side of the world or the Vedic side of the world perceives this moon and the energy of this moon. And then we're just going to do a little bit of breath work practice and then we will release and move on with our evening. Oh, we'll also have a tarot reading. We'll have a tarot reading as well. So let's start by just taking a deep breath together. And you can just relax as I drop into this prayer. I'm going to start by first inviting in the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air. Those deep breaths that we took at the beginning of our transmission, bringing in new prana with our inhales and releasing what no longer serves on our exhales. We are so grateful that the air takes it away with ease. 
And we're also grateful for our breath and how it serves us. And the new beginnings that the air represent this first week of the new year coming into this lunar portal to release what's standing in our way, to let the wind carry it so that we don't have to anymore. We thank the gods and guardians of the east and their element of air for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the gods and guardians of the south with their element of fire. The fire energy of the masculine sun shining down and reflecting upon the earth now. We see it in the moon. We know that full moons are a time of release and we know that fire also helps us to burn away what no longer serves. For once something is burned, it cannot be the same again. So we do invite in the fire tonight and we thank the guides and guardians of the South for helping us with our transformations in this circle. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water underneath this watery cancer full moon affecting our internal moon, our internal waters, our emotions, our feelings. We invite in the ability for things to rise up with ease as they do in salt water, let them float up and not stick around holding us back for the rest of the year. Help us to let everything condense and evaporate and move on and no longer be with us. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the West for being in our circle with their purifying water tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North, their element of earth, all of the earthly elements we've already brought into our circle tonight, the magic of the earth, crystals, gemstones, high frequency plants, the purifying smoke that comes from the fire that only ignites with a certain alchemy of this planet. We also thank our ancestors, those that have already been here, those that are not here yet, but guiding us to prepare the lands for them. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of earth and of the north for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we welcome in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the spirit realm, the akash, all that ever was and all that ever will be. Source knowledge, source wisdom, source consciousness, source protection. Angels, archangels, deities, cosmic beings, cosmic races. We invite in whatever energy we need beyond our planet to be here in our circle tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element of ether for being here. With that, our circle is open even more, safe and protected if you need to utilize the chat to share, to ask questions, anything you need. Feel free to let us know how this moon's been treating you. How do you feel with this full moon? It just came into being this morning, so about 8.30 Central Time, 8.36. It peaks tomorrow, Friday the 6th. How is it affecting you? And what about cancer in your chart? Are you a cancer sun, moon, rising? Do you have a cancer stellium? Do you have some sort of cancer energy affecting you? Maybe north node? 
south node. There's a lot of this energy of new beginnings influencing us right now. And kind of letting, thinking about the crab and the ocean, letting things wash away. This is also a time to wash away expectations and judgments, right? Cancer is the sign of the cosmic mother, which is not judgmental towards her child. It's also the energy of the child, which has no expectations. It's the energy of the womb with all of the potential to be. So maybe you set some New Year's resolutions or something back with the new moon in Capricorn and uh, hasn't worked out or you haven't stuck to your new habits or routine or goals or whatever it be, be, life blew up because we're in the sign of karmic driven Capricorn for our solar season, right? Like a lot can happen right now. And if you're feeling disappointed, we're at the beginning of this moon. Let that stuff be washed away right now. Let the full moon take it so these next two weeks you have time to prepare and plan for where you really want to direct your energy. You know, I don't really ever set resolutions and I certainly don't set goals or shift habits or anything with January 1st unless it just like magically fell with the new moon portal, which it did last year. But it's not a time to really be setting those goals it's more of a time of preparation. And then when the new moon in Aquarius comes around, the lunar new year, it's a great time to start working month to month, moon to moon, on your goals, intentions, habits, routine, etc. So don't beat yourself up if you've already fallen off. And in fact, about 50% of people have already, probably. 40, 50%, I don't know what the statistic is, but I know by three weeks, it's 80% of people have fallen off their resolutions, okay? So don't beat yourself up. Hold yourself in love and grace, non-judgment, and just give yourself the opportunity to begin again. Now, I want to talk about some cosmic events that might be causing you to feel this way, to feel hung up, to, to not be able to move forward, to have some confusion, also why my throat's a little off tonight because I'm an air sign. I'm a Libra. I'm an air sign. And Mercury, the planet that controls communication and expression in our throat chakra is retrograde right now. So especially if you move air through your throat, through your vocal cords, if you talk a lot, if you have a lot of communication, if you're typing a lot or you're on the internet a lot like that, then it might be a little weird or backwards or muffled right now stuttered because of mercury notice how three times tonight the transmission has cut in and out because of connectivity issues and i've never had that issue here our internet is just fine also at the studio tonight and also last night my speaker is just like cutting out 10 15 minutes in for no reason whatsoever it's working it's charged it's connected but it's not it keeps cutting out certainly had some tech issues, certainly had some communication issues, I've had some sinus issues, and that's all mercury things. And wellness as well, and I know a lot of people are dealing with sickness right now, and let's just be real, because also the throat chakra is honesty, 
And when Mercury is retrograde, we can be brutally honest, take it or leave it. Well, what do you do in November and December in October even? Towards the end of October, we've got Halloween. So we start to binge on the candy and the treats and the whatever if you're into that. Then we move into November and whether you're in like Thanksgiving or fall time or whatever it is, you're getting into your creature comforts, you're slowing down, you're starting to eat more sugary things and things that might not be as good for you. You might be drinking more alcohol. You move into the holidays. What do you do? You eat, you drink, you are merry. And with that, you're taking in a lot of sugar, a lot of alcohol, a lot of things that aren't healthy for you. And then we hit January. Oh, also during December, we spend a lot of money that a lot of times we're not comfortable spending. And then January hits and we're like sad and broke and depressed and overloaded on sugar and trying to detox from it, which is pretty much like trying to detox from cocaine. Legitimately, sugar lights up your brain like cocaine. Maybe you're detaching from caffeine, you're tired, you know, whatever it is, you start to feel down. And that could be why we're not well right now. That could be why a lot of people are feeling sick right now because they're coming off of all of this stuff they consumed in October through December, combining that with the holiday hangovers, combining that with a little bit of seasonal depression, you're going to get into some funks and you're not going to feel good. Then Mercury goes retrograde December 29th, right before New Year's Eve, right? And right before the New Year's weekend. And that also affects our throat chakra. So don't be surprised if you're not feeling quite right, if you're not feeling well, if you're struggling with your tech or your communications off, you are struggling with the ability to express yourself, to be honest with yourself. All those things are happening right now and could be keeping you from moving forward. In the spirit of communication, I'm going to say hi to some of these people that are dropping in here. Mars is also retrograde. By the way, Mercury is retrograde until January 18th. Mars is also retrograde until January 12th. Mars is the planet of taking action, war, work, the masculine, Shiva, the destruction energy. So if you're not feeling like moving forward, if you don't feel like working on your goals, if you feel like just like completely doing things differently right now, if you feel like completely restructuring your professional career path, if you feel like engaging in more battle than friendship, all those things can happen because Mars is retrograde. Might be going into internal battles as well, internal wars. So you might be fighting like addiction. You might be fighting... um breaking old patterns or habits or routines that don't serve you. That's all because Mars is in retro. So it's hard for us to like take action and go to war and really move forward. So again, until all of that shifts, January 12th and then January 18th. And then by the way, January 21st, we have our new moon in Aquarius, that lunar new year. That'll be about the time that we can really start working on our goals. Okay, I'm going to clear my throat. Uh, 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 uh. <coughs> Story of my life right now. By the way, I'm not from Southeast Iowa originally. And ever since I moved here eight years ago, my allergies have been on the struggle bus. <laughs> no other way to say it. And a lot of other people have told me this has been a really, really rough season. A lot of people have told me this week they're dealing with it. So I know I'm not alone. It's just frustrating when you're trying to communicate for a living. I also teach yoga. I also taught class tonight. I'm also here online. It's just a lot going on and my throat chakra can be kind of on overload. 
So we're just going to keep drinking this hot tea. Nourish it up. I might make a nice like hot vegan uh, cocoa after this too. So just real quick, actually, before we jump over to the eastern side of the world, you know, this energy of the Cancer Mother is also about just enjoying our comforts, enjoying our creature comforts. So this is a great weekend to cozy up, to put on your, you know, comfy sweats and robe and snuggie and get your comfy blanket on the couch in front of the fire and watch one of your favorite movies and enjoy a little bit of chocolate or whatever your special treat is. You know, just indulge and nurture yourself and let yourself feel good. Maybe you make a nice meal for yourself or you share it with others. Maybe you're mothering on other people too. Maybe you um, cook a nice pot of soup this weekend. But these are the energies that we want to fall into right now. We want to be mothering ourselves and we want to be, there goes that connection again. <laughs> Mother yourself and comfort yourself if you missed it. Also, maybe tend to your home because cancer energy is related to the home. So you might want to actually clean house. So tomorrow I don't have anything going on until my yoga rave tomorrow night. Talk about full moon energy. Going to be very interesting to have this yoga rave tomorrow night. But it's all during the day tomorrow. I'm just going to clean house. I'm going to get my laundry done. I'm going to get my vacuuming and my mopping done. Do a little deep cleaning. You know, kind of domesticate things that I need to do. So if that's something that you need to do, it's a good time to do it. Again, first full moon of the year. So let's clean up, let's clean out, let's declutter. Let's get rid of things that are taking on energy that don't serve us. Let's get rid of the things in our home that hold energy that we don't want to hold on to for the rest of the year. What do you have in your home that's connected to a person that's no longer in your life for reasons that you set boundaries around? How many things in your home have a connection of sadness or despair or financial woes. I don't know. Whatever is negative in your home, your office, the spaces that you operate in, your car, if anything is connected to somebody that's not in your life anymore, that you don't want them in your life anymore, or it's connected to an energy that doesn't serve, we need to get rid of that. And you don't have to trash it. Maybe it's a good item that you can donate or give even to somebody else, but the energy no longer needs to go to you. So yeah, take care of your home, take care of your spaces, take care of all the places where you dwell with your energy and make sure that they're decluttered and cleaned up with this moon and over these next two weeks before you move into the new moon as well. Diane says she's dealing with the sniffles too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go over to the Eastern side of the world. Let's talk about Vedic astrology. I had to think about the word before I could even say it out loud. And I want to say before, I'm not an expert in Vedic astrology. Gosh, one of my goals and intentions, and again, I don't set these until really like the new moon, but with the new moon in Aquarius, I am finally going to dive into this Vedic astrology online course that I've been wanting to take with a very credible Vedic female astrologer. Um, so I'm, I have plans, but I've been diving into the world of Vedic astrology since I went to India um, five years ago. And it's always been an interest of mine because what's interpreted on the eastern side of the world is a lot uh, closer to the western side of the world than you would think. They tend to align, okay? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the eastern side of the world. In Vedic astrology, this moon is in Purnar Vasu, Purnar Vasu Nakshatra. 
P-U-R-N-A-R-V-A-S-U, Purnarvasu Nakshatra, kind of a tongue tie, talk about Mercury. It is the star of, um, it's, it's the light after the storm. So it could be that star of inspiration or those aha moments, or it's that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's the rainbow at the end of the storm. It's the sunshine that comes out. You're my sunshine after the rain. I can't sing, but now that song's in my head. <laughs> I actually heard that on the radio this week, 98 degrees. Um, but yeah, it is the light after the storm, okay? We have just moved into the season of winter. We passed through winter solstice on December 21st. We passed through Yule, and that brought back the celebration of light, right? Winter solstice is the longest night of the year, the shortest day. And then after that, we start to get a little bit longer and longer with our days. And so right now with this first full moon of the year, we're bringing in an energy of the light after the darkness, the light after the storm. So this is a star of inspiration and potential and excitement for what's to come. This is a star to remind us that there's a lot ahead and we need to prepare for it. Okay. Now, also, this star, this, this lunar mansion, it's ruled by a very ancient deity or an ancient goddess known as Aditi. And Aditi is also this goddess of inspiration and perseverance. And she pushes us to believe in ourselves and have faith in ourselves, kind of like that mothering cancer energy on the Western side of the world, right? As my kid's knocking on the door. So we have this energy to think about what's ahead, to not dwell on the past, and to get excited for it, and maybe allow some inspirations to come through, right? But we can't do that unless we make space. So let's think about the storm before the light. The storm is what purifies. Maybe it's the storm of your emotions. Maybe you really need to cry during this moon. Maybe you need to scream. Maybe you need to release your emotions through artistic expression. Maybe you need to move your body. Yesterday, I just wanted to dance. I used to dance a lot. I was on dance team in college. I've always loved to dance. So I put on some good 2010s R&B and hip hop and I just danced around my kitchen and I got chills from it because you almost get into that shaking activation. You can really ignite your chakras, but movement is expression. So maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to sing. Maybe you want to paint. Maybe you want to go for a long drive with nowhere to be, I don't know. But you're going to feel this need to emotionally process right now because you need to let that water come. You need to purify, you need to cleanse, you need to release, and you need to make space for other things. Remember that our process of emotions happens in our second energy center and then we eliminate it all through our first energy center. We breathe it away through that 
exhale through that cry through upon it energy. And so we can't get down there. We can't get down to that first energy center if we're not first utilizing the water element, getting creative, being fluid, opening up, allowing ourselves to express, allowing ourselves to emote. We can't get there unless we do those things. So that's one of the big messages with this moon from the eastern side of the world. The other thing is this you know, ability to let things come in. So maybe taking time for more rest than work right now, okay? So yeah, I get it. It's the first week of the year and you're really excited and you want to work on your goals and your intentions, but maybe just for this weekend, maybe just for this weekend, you take some downtime because maybe if you take time off from the work, you'll get inspired to work differently because again, Mars is retrograde. And when we have this influential star shining light after the storm, then we wanna pay attention to being quiet, right? And listening, listening to those rolls of thunder, looking for those cracks of lightning, of inspiration. But we have to turn, uh, turn within, right? Not be out in the storm. We have to be in, in our shelter, in our spaces, meditating, taking time to listen for those inspirations. It's funny, I have this event coming up at my studio Saturday and I'm preparing for it again with my bath bombs and whatnot. And there's a certain way that I was going to make these certain bath bombs. And then by taking some time off and being like, you know what, I'm not going to work as hard. It's the full moon in cancer. I'm going to take time to just be at home and be with my kid and just kind of take some downtime. With that, I got inspired to make things a different way. So that's an example of what can come through during this lunar portal. That's it really for the Vedic side of things. There's not too much going on there. Also, these retrogrades are affecting our energy and we've talked about cancer. I'm going to do our tarot reading. We're coming up on the hour. I have a tarot reading. I've pulled cards for past, present, future wisdom, and also an overall guidance card for 2023. Before I move forward, I will grab another drink of hot tea. I want to check in with everyone here live, make sure nobody has any questions. If you have any comments, just anything you want to mention, feel free to do that now. I'll say just like I've been really aligning it's been interesting, like I made muffins this morning and I'm not very domestic and I don't like to bake and cook, but I just wanted to make muffins today, so I did that. And like yesterday, I pretty much spent the whole day playing with my kid, which a lot of times I try to like balance, I, I flip flop like work, play, work, play, work, play, because I work from home a lot. But I've just been feeling this need to like be at home. I was going to do this circle from my studio tonight and then one of my clients canceled and I thought, oh, it's an opportunity to be at home. So I'm home. And I didn't even throw on all my jewelry or anything. I'm just showing up kind of in my my comfies, my comfy new new uh new pants and um yeah, just keeping it casual. So I hope that you just find comfort with this lunar portal. You find comfort this weekend. And with that comfort, maybe things will come through and process if they need to. I'm going to take a deep breath before we move on to the cards. Just invite in a little prayer, thanking the cards for being in our circles tonight, bringing in the messages that they have to offer, speaking to all of us individually and also collectively. 
we trust what the cards have to say for the cards do not lie and also with mercury retrograde it's a good time to find messages in other ways and so we invite in this reading and we listen to what needs to be received from it so i'm starting with our past card for the past i pulled seven of wands now this could be the very recent past like up like the past week it could mean the past month it could mean the past season it could mean the past year okay but whatever it is it means that we have evolved and we have worked hard to do it so seven and this is a year of seven by the way right two plus two plus three is seven seven is the number of evolution completion the next step the next level think seven days in a week right and after this week it's the first week of 2023 we can maybe let go of that if we need to but seven days of the week seven deadly sins seven chakras right seven plays into a lot of symbolization around evolution so we've done a lot of hard work to evolve to change to shift to improve ourselves collectively and individually. I think we really have. And we're being recognized for our hard work. And we're also being told that now we're moving on to the next step, the next evolution, the next karmic path, the next challenge, the next soul journey and job, right? Because remember that healing isn't linear. It's an up and down, everlasting, ever life journey. I think the more that I talk to who I would consider some of my elders, the more I realize that we're always going to be working on ourselves. If we're in this spiritual path, we're always going to be seeking. We're always going to be curious. We're always going to be learning. We're always going to be finding things to heal. So take rest, enjoy this moon, be comfortable, recharge and get ready for the work ahead for the next chapter of your evolution. For the present card, I love when I pull an ace card for our present. I pulled the ace of swords. This is the first full moon of the year. We're cutting those karmic knots. We're cutting ties. We're cutting relationships that no longer serve. We're cutting those webs that we are woven up and tangled in we're cutting away and moving forward we're getting the the brush and what's overgrown out of the way too what's ahead anytime we pull an ace it's about new beginnings anytime we pull a sword it's about cutting ties cutting cords breaking through moving forward i'm going to share a little personal story quick I really made a hard decision in the past couple of months to niche down and stop doing some of the things that I normally do to make a living. Part of that is Reiki. I'm not saying that I'm not necessarily taking any Reiki clients right now. I'm just saying that I'm doing a lot less of it 
because I want to get attuned to my master level. And we had plans for it with my own master. Me and my master had plans in October and it didn't work. And then we had plans for November and it didn't work. And honestly, we're just so busy that we can't align it. And if I continue to overload my calendar, then I'm never going to be able to have the time to do that. So I made a hard decision back in October to start letting go of some of my clients or putting them on hold just strategically with the holidays and everything. And then I had somebody reach out yesterday to schedule a session. And I made the hard decision to tell them that I wasn't available and that I was making space to attune for my master and that I needed to focus on that and that really I'm making very few exceptions for this. And they understood and they were cool with it, thankfully. But here's what happened today, because the other thing that I really want to focus on is helping women and empowering women. And whether that be through self-healing themselves emotionally and energetically, if that means helping them through their glass ceilings that limit their ability to support themselves or reach their dreams, or whether it be helping them through pregnancy and labor and birth and postpartum and with their babies or whether it be helping them heal themselves physically with core and pelvic floor dysfunction like that's just where I'm moving I'm moving more towards that and so interestingly enough when I let go of this client yesterday and I said hey I'm just like probably not going to be available it's probably a no I'm setting a boundary really I got a phone call today from a pretty important person that wants to take private lessons from me to heal their core and pelvic floor dysfunctions that they're dealing with. And I know that that opportunity would not have arrived today if I had not let go of that client yesterday. And if I had not let go with grace and gratitude and love, because that's key, right? There's no no qualms, no bad energy, no nothing. I'm just trying to better myself. I'm trying to elevate myself, right? The seven, I'm trying to move to the next evolution of my career and what I want to offer. And with that, I have to create space. And I believe that anytime I ever decline a client because either we're not the right fit or it's not the right time or whatever it may be, anytime I let go of a client or the potential of a client, I know that I am always creating space for something better and more aligned. And so when I did that yesterday, I also said to the universe, I'm releasing this to make space for something better and more aligned. And then I got that phone call today. So Ace of Swords is big. You know, you're releasing karmic patterns, karmic knots, karmic ties, and it really does help you move on to the next evolution of yourself. Now in the future card... I pulled the fool, but in reverse. So the fool is related to Mercury, which is retrograde. The fool is related to communication and expression. This is the mermaid. So it's like the story of the little mermaid who gives up her voice to become more human. Also funny because mermaid or merman energy is the sign of Capricorn and we're in the full moon. So we're opposing the sun in Capricorn. We're opposing the mermaid right now, and she's upside down here for our future. But this is about 
moving forward in a different way, okay? So anytime we have the full upright, it's the very first card in the tarot when it's about starting your journey and kind of being blissfully ignorant about it, being really excited about it, maybe not knowing what's ahead, but just taking that leap of faith. When we have it upside down, it's about maybe taking a new pattern that's similar to the old but different. Maybe a shift in career, maybe a shift in home, something like that coming in the future. It's about breaking addiction. It's about breaking patterns that no longer serve. By the way, this full moon in Cancer, it's a watery moon. It's an emotional moon. And sometimes it can be connected to addiction. Addiction is connected to excess energy in the sacral chakra in your internal water element or internal moon. So pay extra attention to addictions this weekend, trying to break those patterns. Also pay attention if you drink. If you drink alcohol, you want to be really moderate this weekend and don't take in these things to numb your feelings. You really need to emotionally process right now, okay? So the fool is upside down because she's a little bit more grounded. She's not so blissfully ignorant. She's had past experiences that have molded her to make the choices moving forward. There's still a little bit of the unknown ahead. She's still taking leaps of faith. She's still taking sticking to her truest expression of herself. But with that, there's, you know going to be some some stuck energy. There's going to be a little bit of a struggle. There's going to be a little bit of a push and a pull in that decision of what you want to do and where you want to go. So I think we need a little bit of clarity. I pulled a final card for the entire year for guidance. I got another reverse card. I got the nine of swords. So the nine of swords, first off, nine is about rebirth. Nine is about gestation. Think about nine months in the womb. Think about nine planets, right? But this isn't the only galaxy, and one day this galaxy will die and be reborn, right? Nine is different from seven, and so it's not evolution. It's not the next chapter of the journey you're on. It's about you know becoming a completely different person. But it's also about... Doing it swiftly and quickly. We have the swords, okay? So anytime you have the nine of swords upright, you're kind of like cutting the last ties that you need to to become the next person that you're ready to become or evolve and whatever. I don't want to use the word evolve, but you know, um, become an entirely new person, shed your skin, so to say. When you have it upside down, it's a slower journey. It's about you thinking about what you want to detach from a little bit more slowly. But then at, when it comes to actually taking action, you've got to do it swiftly. Okay? So maybe there's something that you've been thinking on and thinking on and thinking on for a while. But you haven't taken action yet. You've got to do it here in the future. Okay? You've got to. Make that swift decision and just rip the band-aid off, cut the tie, and move forward. Kind of like I did with this client that I had been seeing for several years. Also, if you come into this next future year and you get into a point where you're dwelling on something or thinking about something or holding yourself back from making a decision, use your logic. She's upside down. She's on her head. Use your head. 
and use your soul consciousness, then make a quick decision and don't look back. Cut the tie and don't look back. This is the energy of 2023. If we want to evolve, if we want to reach that potential of seven, our next evolution, then we have to allow ourselves to make quick change without hesitation, without regret, and move forward with that sword ahead, sword held high, and ready for what's to come. As the car spins by to confirm it all, this is what I have for you tonight. So I have not put out my newsletter. I have not written about the moon or the current tarot that I've just pulled in case you're wondering or you've been looking for it. Sorry, I'm like kicking my, my little stand here. I'm trying to get comfy with my leg. Um, I haven't done any of that yet because it's been a busy, busy week for me. And I've also been busy, busy being a mom today and tending to my husband with the migraine and just all that jazz. So I will put everything out tomorrow. So you, if you check back with my website tomorrow, my YouTube, all of that will be there tomorrow. You can read about the tarot. You can read about the moon. Um, you can read about Capricorn season. If you go to my website, venalinae.com, you click on astrology, you're going to find information about Capricorn season. If you want to go ahead and learn about that, and then you can learn about the moon tomorrow. And if you are uh, signed up to my newsletter, you will get your moon musings full moon newsletter tomorrow to read even more about this moon and a little bit of guidance about how to navigate the energy over the weekend. So I am going to drop into our prayer. If there's nothing else tonight, of course, feel free to add anything in the comments now if you need to, any questions, anything you want to share. While we're um, doing that, I am going to drop into our prayer to release the guides and guardians tonight. Again, first full moon of the year, we are all about release. We're going to release these guides and guardians that have been with us since the new moon in Capricorn. If you are tuning into the previous circle, we're going to release these guardian, guardians and guides now. As I stumble over my words with Mercury retrograde. Thanks so much, Mercury. <laughs> Deep breath in. I start by releasing the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether the realms beyond our planet, the beings beyond our planet. We thank you for the messages you've brought into our circle tonight. We thank you for the continued guidance and protection that you give us. And we ask for your guidance and your magic as we move forward through the rest of the year, through the rest of this lunar cycle, through the rest of the season. We thank the guides and guardians of the ether with their element of spirit for being here tonight in our circle. We also release the guides and guardians of the north earth element. The energy of our elements brought into our circle tonight. Our ancestors. We thank the energy of earth for holding us here tonight. We thank the ground for helping to keep us stable and balanced. And we thank our ancestors for continuing to give us guidance along the way in this life school journey. We thank the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth for being in our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water. 
this watery full moon purifying what no longer serves, washing it away, also helping us to tune into the element of time, also related to water, helping us to slow down, tune into the present, really be present with our feelings and our emotions, present with our actions and our behavior, make sure that we're behaving in a moderate and healthy and supportive way. Also being present to stillness and whatever inspirations can come our way. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of water in the West for being in our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire burning away what no longer serves. Maybe creating some internal tapas or internal fires to find new drive and ambition for a new version of ourselves that we're trying to become or that new chapter of our life that we're ready to experience, that new lesson that we're ready to learn. Maybe it's the fires of our heart burning with new passions and desires as well. We think the element of fire and the guides and guardians of the South for being in our circle tonight. Finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, helping us to breathe away what no longer serves, carrying away whatever we need to release, carrying it up to the moon where the fires of the sun can burn it away. It can be recycled into the ether for the good of all. We continue to breathe deeply, peacefully, And we anchor in through the breath as we thank the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air for being in our circle tonight. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Thank you for joining tonight. Thank you for being here. Our next new moon circle, I haven't posted it yet, but it will be Saturday, January 21st celebrating lunar new year and the new moon in aquarius that is going to be at eight o'clock 8 p.m central time on instagram on the vina linnae instagram page and of course you can always catch the replay on my website on my youtube on my podcast wherever you need it i appreciate you i love you i'm holding space for you I support your dreams. I see you for who you are. I hold space for you to express yourself and be in your truth. Until we meet again for the new moon in Aquarius, may we all be happy. May we all be well, especially with this Mercury retrograde, especially with this holiday hangover, especially with the deep of winter. May we be healthy and well. May we feel safe. May we be at peace and may we feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. Namaste.